So, first of all, thank you so much, uh, Nicholas, for the introduction, and, and thank you so much for uh, inviting us here today and inviting to, to the Capital Link uh, conference here in Tokyo. Uh, it's a fantastic venue for, for people to meet, and glad to see that we can do this uh, following the pandemic as well for the, for the second time. So thank you very much for that. Um, my name is uh, Vettel Schuve, and I'm a partner at Fernley Securities. We're sponsoring the conference. And uh, I will be moderating this panel for Japanese financing and leasing. Uh, the focus will be on the different capital solutions that are available for international ship owners. Uh, the Japanese financing market is something that we in Fernal Securities have spent a significant amount of time on um, and, uh, and done business for, for many, many years. It's a market that's very wide and fragmented from Japanese regional owners who do sale and lease packs to mega banks and Jolco underwriters and everything in between. So uh, with us here today, we have, a, a, I would say, a very prominent uh, panel uh, of great representatives of different uh, types of players in the market, from uh, finance institutions to regional banks, Jolco underwriters, and, and large uh, banking corporations. So um, I, I think uh, to start off, um, it would be good to have just a brief introduction from each and every one of you. Uh, to say a bit about yourself and, and your company. So why don't we start with uh, Yuogawa san and we do the line over here and end up with, uh, with Yamaguchi-san, please. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my name is Satoru Ogawa and uh, I'm a general manager of Ship Finance Division of Tokyo Century Corporation. Uh, Tokyo Century Corporation is one of the largest Japanese leasing and financing companies. Uh, we are involved in a wide range of businesses, including leasing, financing, uh, investment and uh, business operations, not only in Japan, but abroad. Uh, as to shipping, while a typical Japanese leasing company under banking law, uh, we differentiate ourselves by unique and diversified products by focusing on the asset value. Uh, in addition to providing the loan, uh, we can offer variable charter, jokers, uh, equity investment, and also the time charters. Uh, one notable feature is our involvement in over 20 vessels and a time charter, uh, including joint ventures and also the in-house ship owning team. Thank you. Thank you. So, Noda-san. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for having me today. Uh, it's a great honor for me to be here. Uh, my name is Masaya Noda, uh, Global Head of Ship Finance of Sumitomo Mitsui Trust Bank. Uh, Sumitrust is one of the long-established ship financers in Japan for both domestic and overseas clients. For key uh, figures of our global ship finance, uh, for example, client base is 130, and portfolio fleet is more than 600. And uh, our global portfolio is approximately 11.2 billion at this point, and which is uh, seventh largest globally according to the Maritime uh, Marine Money League table in 2022. In last fiscal year, Sumitrust has provided 2 billion for 70 vessels in total. Trend of the market shows that opportunity for the VLDC, LNG, and FSRU having been increasing. For our portfolio breakdown, 75% is for the non-Japanese company, uh, sorry, Japanese clients, and 25% is international clients. 
in terms of the loan amount. Our internet client base has been made after a lapse of 10 years since Sumitrust had started providing loans to international clients from overseas branches. Now, we have ship finance team in London and Hong Kong and Singapore. Three pillars of our uh, ship finance strategy, if I say, uh, LNG related and international clients and enhancement of the arrangement of the syndicated loan. Uh, we, can, we can provide all, for all of the clients one-stop service regarding a ship finance. Thank you very much. Thank you, Noda-san. So, uh, Endo-san, uh, we'd be keen to hear an introduction about Fukuoka Bank and yourself as well, please. Thank you. Uh, nice to meet you, everyone. Uh, I'm Endo from the Bank of Fukuoka. So, uh, let me introduce my bank and myself briefly. The Fukuoka Bank is a regional bank in, based in Kyushu, located in the southwest side in Japan. And we also belong to the Fukuoka Financial Group, uh, which is comprised of the four regional banks, and uh, including the Fukuoka Bank and the one digital bank. The Fukuoka Financial Group's the total asset is about uh, 200 billion in US dollar terms. And I've been involved in ship financing for more than uh, 10 years. Now I'm in charge of the head of the shipping financing team. Uh, regarding our shipping finance portfolio, uh, current outstanding is the four billion in US dollar basis, and including, inclu including the commit amount is the about five billion uh, US dollars. Uh, our portfolio by type of vessel, half of which is uh, bulk carriers, and uh, each 10% is the container product tankers and chemical tankers. And also we handle the uh, uh, gas carrier and uh, car carrier and so on. And the, also uh, our uh, ship finance uh, portfolio by customer basis, the finance for Japanese local owners accounts for the majority of the total, um, more than 95% uh, at this moment. Uh, financing for the uh, overseas customers used to be uh, indirect financing through the Japanese uh, local owners, uh, such as uh, kind of the transaction uh, sales and leaseback. But um, recently, we have studied handle the direct financing for the overseas customers, and we are aiming to expand the, such kind of the transaction. We'd like to know our company, and hopefully uh, I'd like to deal with your, you attending today in your future. Uh, that's about it. Thank you. Thank you, Endo-san. Uh, Yamabu-san, please. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for uh, inviting me uh, as a uh, uh, speaker for this session. Uh, uh, it's my great pleasure and honor to be here. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, my name is Masato Yamabe. Uh, I'm leading a uh, 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 Joroko arrangement for maritime assets for uh, five years uh, at uh, working for FPG, Financial Partners Group. Uh, Financial Partners Group, FPG, is uh, acts in, in maritime finance field. Uh, we are rather niche. Uh, we do not uh, provide many uh, financing uh, products, but uh, uh, just a uh, Japanese tax lease. 
but uh, in the joke field, we are the largest player, uh, approximately more than 30% market share. In the maritime field, uh, our share maybe uh, exceeds half, 50%. So, uh, uh, a tax risk uh, called Joko uh, is um, maybe uh, some people are familiar with, but uh, uh, basic, basically, uh, we, uh, uh, the tax investor uh, can uh, enjoy the tax deferral uh, on, uh, on the investment. And uh, um, as for ship, uh, for ship owner and uh, operator, uh, it's a source of financing on top of debt. That means uh, if uh, the, uh, as for vessel cost, uh, if uh, the, the, uh, they, uh, the bank provides 70% of the price, we can uh, provide 30%. Uh, that makes 100% financing. And in addition, uh, we can offer a cheap cost of financing uh, as an equity. So may, uh, typically, uh, we provide the equity cost on par with the uh, debt. As, uh, uh, as for equity, it's very cheap. So nowadays, uh, U.S. dollar, exchange, uh, US dollar uh, uh, so, uh, lending rate uh, sometimes exceeds 6%, 4.5% 4, 4 of base rate plus 1% or 2% of uh, margin. Uh, we can provide uh, equity uh, at the cost of uh, less than 5% sometimes. So uh, our product offers uh, there's good merit for both equity investors and uh, uh, the ship owners. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, uh, so uh, I'd like to answer to some uh, good, uh, uh, I, I hope my uh, message uh, can provide good uh, uh, information to you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Yamabasan. So, a final introduction, Yamaguchi-san from the Development Bank of Japan, please. So, hello everyone. Uh, my name is Yuichiro Yamaguchi from DBJ. Um, DBJ is an uh, abbreviation of the Development Bank of Japan. So, many people misunderstand that the DBJ is something related to uh, Japanese entity. So, DBJ have to finance to the Japan or Japanese flavor only, but it is completely not. This is a very long story, but we are under the process of privatization. So still 100% owned by Japanese government, but we are under the process of privatization. So uh, we can finance both domestic and global at the same time. So this is why I'm here today. So uh, in terms of the ship finance, uh, we have uh, 6 billion outstanding. And out of 20%, uh, it's the, the international transaction. So we can do both uh, global and domestic. And one, one big feature of DBJ is uh, we call ourselves bank, but we are not commercial bank. We are not governed by Japanese banking rules. So we can free to offer from senior lending, junior loan, or mezzanine finance, preferred equity, or pure equity as well. So that's the very uh, characteristic of DBJ. Thank you.
Thank you, Yamaguchi-san. So uh, as you can see, we have a very wide representation of, of the different financing solutions available from the Japanese market here today. So we'll uh, start off a bit uh, generic as well. Uh, I think the first question, uh, we would like to hear the thoughts from Ugawa-san at Tokyo Century. So in your view, what are the recent trends and the current state in the Japanese financing market? And how do you see that that uh, is affecting the availability of Japanese financing for specifically international ship owners? Yes, um, uh, we see more SOBs by the Japanese ship owners and also the JOLs uh, compared to the past decade. Uh, we are also quite active in the joke market uh, from the viewpoint of JOKO, uh, arranger and equity underwriter. Uh, there is a growing uh, trend for JOKO transactions with the international ship owners and operators. We see that more Japanese banks have been entering into senior loan uh, to such a foreign owners and operators. Uh, this greatly support us uh, for the growth of JOKO. And I anticipate uh, this trend will continue in the near future. Uh, in addition to JOKO, uh, Tokyo Century have been providing a finance directly for the uh, foreign owners from 2010. Uh, uh, and we are focusing on the asset-based finance to small and mid-sized uh, ship owners where corporate uh, credit framework does not apply well. I, I understand that some Japanese financial institutions start uh, taking a such asset-based finance approach to the international ship owners. Uh, this would also be the significant change uh, of the Japanese financing market. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Ugawa-san. That, that's very interesting, and I think uh, you know we're staying on the on the same topic here. And the next question is probably uh, merging a bit into the first one, but uh, it would be great to hear SMTB thoughts uh, and uh, your views, Noda-san, on uh, what you view as uh, what type of the financing products you see currently available in the market and being offered uh, from Japanese financiers to international ship owners. Okay, thank you. Uh... Uh, Sumitrust has established uh, and maintained relationship with the uh, various type of the stakeholders in uh, in long history in the main uh, in the maritime sectors. Based on networks and knowledge we have made, we believe uh, we can provide unique solutions to our, uh, to the to our clients. So I'd like to share three types of the finance uh, which we always discuss with our clients. The firstly, the syndicated loan. Some of the Japanese regional banks or life insurance company uh, view shipping finance area very positively. So they are interested in joining the ship finance deals and having the situation that the, we have a lot of LNG type of the vessel, the finance uh, pipelines with size and amount of the vessels such as the mega containers or, you know, as I mentioned, LNG type of the deals getting larger. Uh, syndication uh, would be one of the best solution for the both uh, participants and uh, SMTB ourselves uh, as an originator. Secondly, Jorgo. Uh, everyone already mentioned Jorgo, so I don't have, a, uh, I don't have something to add on this, but you know, uh, we are the partner, so if you need uh, you know, to create a JORCO structure, uh, we can create uh, together with these friends. Uh, thirdly, uh, sales and BBC back. In Japan, some of the ship owners 
always have strong interest to own the vessels, depend on their situation, of course. Uh, Sumi Trust has a strongly, strong relationship with them, and we can propose the structure of sales and BBC back uh, with these ship owners, uh, which uh, would uh, enable client to reduce borrowings and to investment to the new vessels. Uh, by providing this kind of the solution, uh, Sumi Trust would like to provide our values to the client, which differentiate, from, differentiate us from other banks. Thank you very much. Thank you, Noda-san. That was a very good description of, of the different uh, products available. Uh, you know, there's obviously, uh, um, as we've touched upon a few times, there are big width of the type of products available in this market. But I think uh, maybe going back to Ogawa-san, if, uh, if you can say something, if you, if you were to think about all of these products in a generic way, what are the advantages, key advantages of doing something like this in Japan? Uh, and disadvantages, if you have any, uh, as opposed for a European ship owner or American ship owner to just bank with their household banks. Uh, thank you. So generally speaking, we recognize that uh, Japanese financial institutions engage in financing with a long-term perspective. And they are relatively cost competitive than European banks. Uh, from the viewpoint of a leasing company, uh, we have higher cost of capital uh, than banks since we don't have deposit from our client customers. Uh, so as the leasing company in the international market, uh, Joko is more uh, competitive product uh, for our client at this moment. Uh, according to the survey, uh, Joko market shrunk by 35% in 2020 uh, due to the pandemic effects. The market is recovering to the 2018 level uh, this year and we are expecting that the market will grow further next year to the highest level uh, recorded in 2019. Uh, I would like to know that the investors tend to prefer shipping and container boxes rather than the uh, aircraft uh, following the airline defaults caused by the pandemic. Uh, I think this investor's mindset uh, is also the positive changes in the Japanese financial market. Thank you. Thanks, Ugaba-san. Thank you for that. So I think sort of going a bit more into the details and and uh, you know we've taken sort of a bird's eye view on 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 the uh, products available in the market. But uh, to talk a bit more about sort of how it is to deal with the potential Japanese financier, maybe we can. We want to give you a question, Yamaguchi-san, for the Development Bank of Japan. So if you can sort of describe the key features you are looking for when you are assessing a new client, uh, you know, from, from overseas, non-Japanese client, what, what are the key elements to that uh, assessment? Okay, um, thank you very much. Um, so starting with very boring answer. So normally uh, we see the company or project uh, from uh, the balancing between three seeds. What is three seeds? The first C is corporate credit. The second C is cash flow. It's uh, the TCP rating or something. And the third C is collateral. So it's uh, asset value. So we do see the balancing between these three seeds, but this is, I think it's a very boring answer. <laughs> so I'd like to put one aspect on top of these three seeds. 
So as uh, the Nikos from Starbuck, I'm not, I can see then his face, but uh, uh, he clearly mentioned about the, the very important things, but uh, normally uh, we Japanese uh, evaluate better if you know the project or client better. So in that sense, uh, we do evaluate Japanese company, evaluate better because we know the Japanese company better. So, uh, so the important thing is the relationship. If you make a relationship and know each other, then we can evaluate international company, same as Japanese company. But this is not just a relationship. It's a bit difficult to explain in English. But um, this is relationship, but uh, I, I, I would say this is a relationship, but valuing on the uh, owners, and the uh, humanity or human kindness or something, or in other words, uh, the relationship that uh, help each other, but uh, we do not expect any paybacks, this kind of relationship. So this is very important. So the question is how to build this kind of relationship. So uh, this is very difficult, but uh, to meet or in person, or to make a meeting with, or to drink with, eat with, or sometimes uh, go to karaoke and sing with, or sometimes go to or golf, or doing the golf with. So uh, this is very important. In that sense, I'd like to show, uh, say thank you to the Capitalink or Fundless Security or Columbia SIP SIP management or other uh, sponsor that held uh, this precious uh, forum here in Japan so that we can meet many international clients here today or other days. And also I'd like to show warm welcome to uh, those uh, who came fly over to Japan. So thank you very much. Thank you for that Yamaguchi-san. Yeah, I think it's insightful to hear also that, you know, the relationship is playing such a big part, not only the sort of the corporate assessment. So it's, uh, as was mentioned also on the earlier panels, you know, obviously coming down here, having FaceTime, building relationship is very important if you want to expand your, your financing relationships with Japanese financiers. So thank you for that. So um, I, I think what we... Uh, we want to hear something from, from you and Dosan and Fukuoka Bank. You know, you're representing the, uh, the regional banks, uh, you're a major player in the regional banking market in Japan. Uh, it would be interesting to hear what is sort of your current view and the preferences in, ter in terms of different segments and, and asset classes uh, from sort of um, from the, for, for the maritime industry from your point of view. So um, from a credit pro point of view, uh, we, uh, we believe that uh, the project can be divided into the two types. The first one is the asset-based transaction, which is the focus on the uh, asset valued. And the second one is the project-based uh, transaction, uh, which is focused on the credit of the owner, the charter, and the cash flow. The, uh, we handled both transactions, but it, uh, there is a different approach uh, between them. For asset-based transaction, we value the uh, liquidity of the asset and the existence of the, some kind of established market value. Um, liquidity of the asset, I said, 
uh, includes not only the liquidity in the second-hand market, and but also the uh, some um, versatility, um, such as the ease of the uh, obtaining the uh, new uh, charter contract, because the uh, during the uh, the shipping recession of the 2013 to 2014, we had the uh, some experience of the uh, having to uh, deal with the uh, severe issue such as uh, bankruptcy of the uh, uh, chartered. And at that time, uh, we learned the, the most important thing is the versatility and the uh, appropriate uh, level of the debt. Therefore, the, at this moment, uh, in case of the asset-based approach, uh, we prefer the uh, small and the medium size uh, bulk carrier product tankers and chemical tankers which have some uh, the certain level uh, liquidity and the versatility. However, uh, even the conventional uh, vessel type, uh, which has the uh, uh, liquidity and versatility, there is a uh, poss possibility that uh, their economic useful life may be shortened due to the uh, effects of the recent regulation. And we believe that it is necessary to be careful when considering the condition such as LTB and the uh, age profile. On the other hand, when it comes to the uh, large ships and the contain mega container and the uh, capsized bucket, I believe they, uh, they have, that have the uh, certain level of the liquidity in the market, but that they are highly volatile. And also the next generation fuel vessel of which there is uh, no established market at the uh, present, and it's the future value is difficult to predict. In case of such a kind of vessel type transaction, we should be a project-based approach that relies on the reliable and long cash flow with their creditable uh, charter rather than uh, asset-based approaches. That is the current view and uh, our preference. Thank you so much, uh, Endosan. That's very interesting to, to hear your view on, on that, on the asset classes and the market. Um, I think shifting gears a bit over to, or from bank financing to, to Jolcos. Jolcos is something that has been mentioned by almost, uh, or several of the panelists here today. So uh, Yamabasan, there has been some uh, headline and news uh, flow over the new re regulations coming into the market. Um, could you just elaborate very, very shortly on what the new regulation entails? Mm -hmm. Very shortly, one sentence, if possible. <laughs> uh, maybe an impossible request, but please do your best. Okay. And uh, and uh, you know, uh, give um, uh, some your, your guidance on whether you think that is affecting the attractiveness of the product. Okay. So, uh, so depreciation is very important part of our product. So, uh, investor, equity investor, first thing they ask me ask us is how much loss I, we, I can take by investing this equity. So, uh, and the equity uh, depreciation is a very big part of that loss. And uh, until March, this March, uh, new build vessels uh, can enjoy 50% uh, additional special depreciation immediately purchasing the vessel. That was big part. So uh, if LTB of 30%, then uh, they, can ex uh, they can add 50% uh, more, uh, uh, nearly 50% of 
uh, vessel costs as a, uh, as a depreciation expense. And uh, from April, uh, it's gone. It's gone for uh, all, almost all the vessel. Uh, just uh, uh, so, uh, except for the vessels uh, built in Japanese yards. So uh, now we are focusing our uh, 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 now uh, in the maritime world. Uh, we focus for youth vessel joko and the marine container joko. And uh, as for the new vessels, uh, we uh, uh, ha uh, we offer uh, uh, joko with higher LTB. That means, uh, for example, uh, the vessel if the vessel cost is 100, uh, we uh, the debt. Uh, uh, the combination of debt 80 and equity 20 is workable. If bank is not uh, uh, able to uh, provide 80% of the vessel costs, then financing amount would be less. So, for example, bank if the bank uh, lends 72% of the vessel costs, uh, uh, then uh, the total financing amount will be 90. Plus 90. So 80. 18 for equity and uh, 72 for uh, uh, debt. So, but still, uh, on the equity portion, uh, ship owner and operators uh, can enjoy a cheaper cost, much cheaper than uh, debt. Thanks for that, Yamabu-san. And I think just you know, staying on the topic of jokos uh, when you have the word. Um, and uh, you, you touched a bit upon it in terms of you know different asset classes, etc., that that your investors are interested in. But obviously, coming out of the COVID pandemic, you had a very tough market on the aviation side, which is a big portion of the Joko market. And uh, at the same time, the ship markets have been booming. Um, so, how have you viewed the access of both uh, equity? and debt to Jolco for, for shipping, I would say, over the last couple of years. Is there anything in specific you would like to mention there? Yeah, uh, well, it's already uh, uh, touched upon by Ogasan a little bit. So now that uh, investors are more uh, uh, favorable uh, to uh, shipping asset, uh, in the past, uh, investors tend to see shipping prices more volatile than aircraft prices. But uh, after the COVID, uh, their attention comes to the maritime assets. So, and in addition, the maritime companies, uh, uh, the uh, healthiness uh, uh, credit profile improved much uh, because of the very uh, uh, ample cash flow generated in these booming years. So, uh, they are more comfortable with shipping assets. Thanks for that, uh, Yamabu-san. Um, just shifting a, a bit of gears back again to, to the bank financing and, and what we see in the shift there is that uh, regional banks are in, to a larger degree entering the market, uh, for example, like uh, Fukuoka Bank uh, and Endosan. So I, I think this is a question to both uh, Ugawa-san and Endosan, whoever wants to answer. Uh, you know, we're seeing more banks entering into the market from you know, the regional uh, markets of Japan. What is the rationale behind this? And how do you sort of see the regional banks differentiating themselves, if, if, if at all, from the mega banks and the larger banks like Sumitrust and DBJ? Can you please share a view on that? So uh, one of the back 
background factors is the demand for the finance from the Japanese local customers is on decline. And uh, policy interest rate as, uh, at the low level for a while. As a result, the competition in the Japanese domestic market has become severe. And uh, still, the, the shipping finance, is, the demand is still strong and uh, the margin level is uh, still healthy. There are some banks that have been not keen in the ship financing, uh, entering the ship financing market, and they are seeking for the uh, opportunity, not only the uh, uh, Japanese local market, but also the international market. Uh, for us, the uh, um, Fukuoka Bank, uh, considering they're expanding their uh, overseas uh, business, um, it is easier uh, for us to expand the uh, uh, ship financing uh, compared with the, uh, the other uh, industry because the, uh, we have the familiar with the uh, in the shipping industry and then the basic structure is uh, well known. That is why the, uh, uh, we choose, uh, choose the, uh, um, the ship financing for the uh, expand the uh, uh, overseas uh, businesses. On the other hand, um, from the, another point of view, uh, recently, the arranger attending today, the uh, Tokyo Century, SMTB, FPG, and DBJ, and then the fundraise, uh, have been actively uh, providing the information and the uh, opportunity for direct financing for overseas customers, and also uh, the many overseas owners and charters come to Japan and give us the opportunity to well uh, you uh, know and so that we are able to obtain more uh, opportunity than uh, before. Uh, that is the background for the, the and many, uh, some uh, regional bank entering the uh, uh, international uh, the market, I think. And next, uh, regarding the uh, uh, differentiation from the uh, mega bank, although uh, we cannot conduct large uh, transaction like a mega bank, uh, but we believe the our one of the uh, strengths that we have uh, the flexibility to respond to various type of deal. Uh, we can provide some kind of uh, the tailor-made transaction, um, such as the uh, joint deal with the uh, Japanese ship owner, sales and leaseback, and also the uh, uh, joint uh, collaborate with uh, the. Uh, Tokyo Century, Tokyo Century or the uh, SMTB, FPG. Such kind of the flexibility is the uh, one of the strengths for the uh, our regional bank differentiation from the uh, mega bank. Thanks for that, Endosan. That's that's very interesting and interesting to hear about sort of the shift and, and changes we're seeing to the market. It's opening a bit more uh, up than than in the past. So I think you know, looking also a bit to the future, you know what. What are the what's going on and what what are reviews on on what will happen uh, with this market going forward? I think we want to hear a bit from from you, Nodasal, not SMTB. You know, what do you think are the most uh, significant future challenges or opportunities to the Japanese financing market? Okay, uh, I understand the transition uh, period is uh, one of the major theme uh, in the maritime uh, maritime sectors. I'd like to raise uh, one point, the, how we can support 
the transition period of the maritime sector. Sumitras uh, is a member of NZBA and has signed Poseidon principle already. As you are aware of that, IMO's GHG reduction target has been revised in July, uh, which is to achieve GHG net zero emission at around 2050. Uh, uh, subsequently, Poseidon principle has also uh, revised its trajectory in accordance with the IMO revision in September this year. Backed by accelerated environmental conscious uh, trend worldwide, a significant amount of capital investment to next generation vessel would be provided. However, we need to understand that it takes some time for the, for, for the new generation vessels to become more popular and available uh, in this sector because we have to wait for further innovation of technology and huge investment to the infrastructure at the port or something. We have two challenges here. Firstly, it would be difficult to assess or evaluate future values and uh, liquidity of these type of the vessels. Additionally, it is, it is assumed that next generation vessel and special vessels such as a CO2 carrier would be expensive compared to the current one. Therefore, it is still uncertain where, whether the structure works economically, bankable. Another challenge is that whether we could keep providing finance to the existing crude oil powered vessels and vessels with relatively low fuel efficiency in the near future under the pressure and the requirement from outside. In my view, important mandate for financial, uh, financial institution is to address clients' funding requirement continuously to support their transition phase, which helps the growth of, the, growth of not only the maritime sector, but also the global economy. Having a balance between the set mandate and the requirement from NZBA or potential, uh, Poseidon principle, something, would not be straightforward. It should be a challenge that we need to tackle with. Of course, we have uh, obstacles to overcome. However, Sumitrust, as a, one of the major ship financers, would like to play important role to lead this sector positively as much as possible. Needless to say, it must be another opportunity for us at the same time. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Noda-san. That's, that's very interesting to hear about your thoughts for the future challenges and, and opportunities. So staying on the topic of the future, uh, and we're running towards the end of the panel here, but I think we're going to round off uh, with a question for you, Yamaguchi-san. Um, where, where do you see the most future growth for potential or for Japanese financiers, including DBJ, uh, in the international shipping market, if you think in terms of both client and products? So, uh, two aspects. So, one aspect uh, I'd like to mention here is uh, the, there's uh, hundreds of uh, regional banks in Japan. 
And only a few, like uh, Fukuoka Bank, uh, do the uh, international transaction. But uh, hundreds of uh, regional banks have uh, excess deposit, as uh, the Endosan clearly mentioned, because in the domestic deal is shrinking. So they have, uh, they can do the match uh, transaction. However, they have to uh, do one step further to international. So someone need to help. So Nandasan uh, clearly mentioned about the syndicate room. So maybe uh, SMITRAP or SMTV can help. And sometimes uh, DBJ also help the, uh, one step further from regional banks to uh, international finance. And the second aspect here I'd like to mentioning uh, is the same, same thing uh, that uh, mentioned by Jeffrey from uh, Puras Marine, but uh, I'd like to say about the, the offshore wind. May, you know, uh, Japan is a very small country when talking about the uh, land. However, if talking uh, with the territorial water, Japan is sixth largest in the world in terms of territorial water. However, Japan has not developed the offshore wind yet. Maybe in Japan, after 2030, so many offshore wind, both bottle fixed and floating, is coming into. In such cases, many CTB or SOB is needed. But in Japan, there's no such transaction. So it's, it's very good to uh, Japanese uh, banks to go abroad and see the international uh, finance for the offshore wind related finance. Maybe it's very good experience. So then we can bring back such experience to Japan. Maybe it takes time, three, no more, five years time horizon to bring back to Japan. Then maybe we can enjoy uh, the Japanese uh, offshore wind with CTB finance or SOB finance. So uh, the offshore wind related finance is one of the good opportunity for most of Japanese bank banking sector. Thank you. Great, thanks for, thanks for that. Very interesting to hear your views on, on the future. And you know, obviously we see the trend of the regional banks is, is on the topic here and, and also to hear about the offshore wind market. You know, that's, that's very interesting. So I think we're running towards the end of the panel here. So. Uh, you know, if there's not any questions, uh, okay, Jigo. Um, Betley and the rest of the panelists, thank you very much for your wonderful presentation today. Um, for those who is comfortable to answer to my question, I'd like to uh, field um, your answer on this. The question is on many of the people here who is an existing borrower in Japan, as well as new entrants coming to Japan. Um, there are many good stories as well as bad stories, i.e. there are some mixed results. You, as a word of wisdom, uh, can you share what are the strong, powerful business tips of getting financing in Japan? Would you clarify your question again? My question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yamaguchi-san, 
in order for people here to win business, I get financing, credit approvals. What are your sort of um, success factors in winning credit approvals? Internal, in our yes, company? Yes, correct, because many of the people <laughs> have difficulties getting, uh, reaching to that levels. And I think this is something people would like to understand, to better understand um, the, the attributes of Japanese institutions. Yes. You want to take the word, Yamaguchi-san? <laughs> So I'm, I'm talking about relationship, but the relationship is not, not, not only the solution to get the internal approval. Relationship is something that I need. So the, it's, it's kind of the gatekeeper. So if no relationship, you cannot enter the door. But after entering the, the or opening the door, you, you have to get internal approval of the each bank or institution. So that's very difficult because uh, I would say, so this is only the ship, shipping guys here. So I would say normally uh, DBJ or SMTV or other banking sector, uh, the, uh, in, in many banking or institution, uh, aviation and ship, shipping finance is done in the same department. And many people see aviation is stable Shipping is volatile. I wouldn't say no, but uh, many people misunderstanding. So starting from uh, shipping side, we, 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 we do have to convince our boss or credit department that this company is so stable or conservative. So how to show the cons conservative or stable figure or strategy so that would be very important to get the approval internally. So relationship is a gate or door opening tool. And after that, you need something very uh, stable, stability of uh, figure or strategy would be very good. So that is my answer. Okay, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Uh, we're running over time here, but uh, any more questions? Otherwise, you know, thank you so much to the panelists here for sharing your insight. It's very, it's very interesting, and uh, thank you for having us, Nicholas, and the Capital Team.